my name is John Smith. Welcome to Kingdom Real. And today I have a very awesome guest that I'm so delighted you're here, Leo Ojeda. Hey, man. We haven't known each other very long, just a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, yes. But God connected us together on a deep level really fast. Yeah. And it is so good to have you here. It's good. Great. It's great. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your family of origin, what it was like, what you learned, what you experienced going through life as a young person. You ready for this? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> man, I, I'm Chilean originally. Yeah. I'm, I grew up in Chile. Um, I lived there till my 20s, and um, I'm 35 today. Wow, you don't so, look like it. No. Do I? <laughs> You're like about 28. 28. Oh, thank you. That, I'll, I'll, praise praise be to the Lord. No, I, um, I grew up in Chile. I, uh, my whole family is in Chile. My mom, my dad passed away. I'm going to get there for oh, a little wow. bit. Yeah. Okay. Long time ago, so my brothers and everybody's there. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. How's that feel being so far away and everybody back there? It's, uh, it's a tough one. But, uh, you know, we make our own decisions. <laughs> we do. And then we have to live <laughs> with them, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we got to live with them, definitely. So that, is, that was my decision to just, uh, you know, mm -hmm. when you have a calling in your heart, then you, you start seeing life different, in a different yeah. way. And then... Um, so the calling dreaming. that was in your heart. Tell me a little bit about that, and how did that? How was that part of deciding to leave your country? So, um, <clears throat> well, I'm gonna give you a little bit of background. Sure, please. So I grew up in Chile, how I was saying, and then my mom and dad. My dad was a Catholic, Catholic. Okay. And then my mom, uh, she grew up in a Pentecostal, very strict church. Wow, that's yes. quite a combination. Yeah. So she didn't want to do, do anything with the church when they got married, you know. Okay. So they stopped going to church. My dad wanted to go to some Catholic services. I went with him okay. went to a few times, and um, and all of that, you know. So it was kind of like a like a, oh, we go here, we go there, <laughs> and then my mom was like, I don't, I'm not sure if I want to mm. keep going to church. So basically, you know, um, things started happening. You know, it okay. turned things went south a little bit. My dad has a he had a an alcoholism like. Problem, okay. Sure. Know. Yeah. So, and um, that that was a shift in our family. Hmm. You know, like uh, he started. You know, he was a ex retired marine, so he he had a different mindset of how he did things, and you know, and then um, basically he um, he just started drinking and drinking. I mean, he drank his whole life, and then he couldn't stop, and then oh, wow. it became a problem, and then he got you know. They were, uh, how you say, in my home, you know, he would come back home and just beat my mom sometimes and all of that. It was, mm. it was tough, oh, you know. Oh. So then it was like, my mom was like, what do we do, you know? Where was, she was, you know, she's a hard worker and uh, she's a teacher. Okay. And uh, uh, so we had three brothers. I'm the youngest. And uh, basically she started, she needed God again. She needed Jesus. Oh. And uh, we, uh, she started going to, uh, back to a church again. Mm -hmm. But we, she did not go back to the church she wanted. She grew up with. Okay, she went to a different one. Yeah, yeah. she had to kind of That's all right. heal a little bit over <laughs> yeah, there. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I, I went with her. I was uh, started going with her. I was probably ten years old. Okay, nine years old, and I just what I remember, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, basically. Um, it was out of out of desperation, you know, like 
like she needed that. Mm. So I was the only one going with her to church. Okay. And then my brother and my sister, they had, they, they were not whatever, you know, they had their own world. Everybody was split up and it was a mess. Mm. So um, that's how I started going to church. And, and then I'm a musician, I'm a musician myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember I, I was with her and I started seeing everybody singing. Yeah. And then I saw this, the bass, there was this bass player guy over there and I like, I like the bass, the sound of the bass. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to do that, as I said, you know. I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and maybe the guy wasn't the best, but he sounded good it to sounded me. Good <laughs> <laughs> so that works. And uh, so there was like, God was doing something in me already in there. So, and there was this feeling, this idea, I couldn't understand what that was, mm-hmm. the faith that my mom had. And I saw her, I could hear her pray in her room every time, mm-hmm. crying out. And, and because there was so much going on with my dad. Yeah. And our home was like, I couldn't sleep, man. I, not kidding, I had to sleep with, with, with a hammer under, underneath my pillow just to, because I was a kid, I like afraid. I was like, what if my dad comes and, and then this and that? So, and, and I was, you know, I gotta defend my mom. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was crazy. So then we keep going to church and all of that, and, uh, and then I, I, I liked it, you know? And I started praying too, like my mom. Mm. So I was like, all right, God, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, um, I will, I will, I wanna, I wanna play music for you, you know? I wanna learn and all of this mm. and that. So I even pray a bunch of times, can you teach me? You wow. know, I had no yeah. idea, you know? Can you teach me how to play bass? Sure. And, anyway, so, um, that's how we connected with church. And then mm-hmm. when I was 10 years old, actually, I told my mom right away, you know, this, all of this happened eight, eight, between eight and 10, you know, okay. I, I told my mom, hey, I want, I, want to, I want to get baptized. My mom is like, you don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. So she asked like three, four pastors okay. to come and talk to me mm-hmm. as a kid, you know. Yep. So anyway, so it was quite of a journey, you know. Uh, then um, I started going to church. I started serving at church when I was 13 years old. Okay. And when I was 13, I knew in my heart that I, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. I love it, you know, and I'm going to, I want to go after it. So, and it was like a outlet for me. It was like an outlet, like, oh, this brings me hope, brings me peace in my heart. Mm. So, I'm like, I'm going to, I started writing songs there. <laughs> yes, wow. crazy, crazy. Yeah. That young, you were writing songs it's, Yeah. Well, while a lot of kids play games today, I was like in my room writing it. Like oh, that's awesome. I, with a little guitar. It had like three, four strings. And then <laughs> it was so bad, horrible. Maybe out of tune, probably. And uh, so, but I was, you know, dreaming. I always say dreaming is it's free. You know, it's yeah. just like, I was just like going oh, on like my that. brain. Yeah. And um, anyway, but there was a downtime, you know, like, I mean, a, a low, another hard moment in our family, you know, like my, my, my dad, my mom asked my dad to leave the house mm. when I was around 15. And she's okay. like, we're like, all right, I think it's the right decision, even though it's painful. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to grow up without my dad, them together. So, but it got to a point that we had to, my mom had to make that decision and so we were all on board with it Mm. say dad you need to you need to go find help and you cannot be with us anymore now the that was the bad side of my dad my dad when he was not drinking yeah 
He was a sweet man, hmm. you know, and then learned so much from him about that too. You know, okay. he he had a beautiful heart, you know, and uh, basically um, <laughs> this is kind of funny, but I always remember he would organize this uh, in our in our neighborhood these things for kids and all of that, and and he was a, 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 a soccer uh, coach. Oh, okay. You know, he liked sports and all mm -hmm. of that. So kids would come to him every time. And wow. all, all of a sudden, we would hear the door, like somebody knocking at the door. It's like, hey, is there uh, Patricio, was his name, like Patrick? You know, is okay. he he's here? I'm like, I thought you were looking for me, buddy. Like, he was looking for my dad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, so, um, so that was a tough one. So there was a gap in between when I, 50, I was 15 and 20 that I didn't see my dad as much. Mm. And, uh, but I kept going to church. Okay. And I keep pushing, poking my brother like you need to come to church, man. You sing so good. My brother is a singer, so mm. it's like you need to, you need to come with us. And he's like, he's like, nah, you know. And then, but then, God, it was like this promise about like you, me and my, my mom always used it. Like, me and my home, we're gonna serve the Lord. Mm. And I was like, what does that even mean, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, so I hold on to that. And it's like. Then I saw my brother start coming. Then my sister started coming. Nice. Today they're both. Uh, he's a psychologist. She's a social worker. But they both do ministry as well. You know. So it's wow. a, it's a, it's a, it's a very long, long, long story. I'm trying to. No, that's fine. To go fast with yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then I. So the three kids are all in ministry now. Yes. Wow, yeah. Great. Well, half time. They yeah, they have their sure. full time jobs right. in, as professionals, but then they have. To go to church and never, you know, he he sings still and plays, yeah, and but he fantastic. he does more of a pastoral kind of. Mm -hmm. as a psychologist, you know, he, sure, yeah. he uses that's that. A great so, gift. Mm -hmm. so yeah, then um, all of, in all of that time, you know, like in that gap when my dad was gone, mm -hmm. I had to make decisions. You know, I didn't have this this guy telling me, "Hey, let's go," you know, like encouraging me. So it was like only my mom. She had to be both, mm -hmm. and then. Um, so I had a few people around me, pastors, mentors that okay, got close to me. Mm -hmm. And there is a, a good friend of mine still. Uh, he's like a father to me, like a dad to me. He's a pastor in Chile. He name is, uh, his name is Gennaro. Gennaro okay. he, um, he, he journeyed with me all, all, all of this oh, time. Wow. And I work with him in the church. Yeah. And, so, and we're still in contact today. You know? okay. he's, he's like a, like a dad. But... Um, I had to make decisions, you know, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Do I go study? Should I forget about this calling that I have? Is this even a calling in my heart? Mm -hmm. You know, all of those questions, you know, yeah. and people telling you, okay, um, you're not going to make money, man. You're not ministry, you know, you're mm -hmm. not all of these fear things, you know, it's like, all right. And as a kid, you don't know where to go, you know, you don't know who to listen you to. You need some guidance and counsel, yeah. Yeah. And then but there was something that I hold on to. It's like convictions. I, mm. I, I felt that I needed to, I knew what was, that I got when I was 10, yeah. when I was 13, when I was mm -hmm. in my room alone singing to him, when I was writing the songs, and he was just showing me these things in my heart and my mind. Mm. I knew that wasn't a coincidence, you know, like it wasn't like something that it was just like a yeah. crazy idea, yeah. which it sounded crazy because I wanted to go to Australia after that. I switched. I was like... I'm going to look for ministry, and I was like, where should I go? Should I go to Argentina? Should I go to this, you know, worship and mm -hmm. slash, you know, min just ministry in general, yeah. like, to go prepare? And uh, I was like, because I need to prepare and all of that. So um, I had that idea, and then I, 
I let it go for a little bit. I went to university for like two years. I did something completely different. Okay. And uh, this is kind of funny. Kind of ran away from the calling for a little while. Yes, <laughs> yes. So this is kind of funny. I went to study like translations in English to Spanish. So I uh, know something like that. Yeah. And I learned nothing. I learned nothing. <laughs> I learned the techniques, you know, and everything. But I learned nothing anyway. So I had to drop that all off and then. I I um I made my ex-wife. Now here we go. Okay. <laughs> my ex-wife. I was married before. I met her. She came uh, to Chile uh, as a missionary with uh, with missionaries. So, okay. Um, basically, um, yeah, she she came and we made got married. And uh, by the way, I skipped my dad's death, <laughs> but he died before that. You know, like okay. a few years ago. And, uh, but. Um, so I knew I needed to get out, you know, I needed to go, I needed to do something, and that was in my heart for years. So she came, we got married, <clears throat> and then I shared that with her and said, hey, I'm, I'm doing this, this is what I'm after, you know, like, I'm, I want to do ministry, and, and she didn't want to live in Chile either, so I was like, all right, let's go somewhere, and, uh, mm. and then where should we go? And then I said, wait, let's go to Australia. Australia, uh, Hillsong Church. Mm -hmm. So I went to prepare there. I went to Hillsong College. I was there for a few years. Okay. And then I was part of the church too. It's a long story. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, years went by and I was in the other side of the world. Never traveled before. Took the longest flight of my life <laughs> over the Pacific. It was yep. scary. I got there. I couldn't speak a word of English. Wow. And I, I had to just, like, I couldn't study right away. I couldn't get to it right away. So I had to work uh, uh, and find a job, like a random job. And uh, so that was a tough one. But I holding on to God every time. It was mm -hmm. just like, I don't know a word of English. And I, you know, I didn't know. And the accent is super strong there, you know. Sure. Super strong. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been in Australia, but... Not yet. In, you should. <laughs> On my bucket list. So. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's why I got the weird accent, you know, between Latino and Australia. So, <laughs> and now it's becoming a Michigander. Uh, anyway. All depends so. on where you learn English. Huh? Yes, yeah. exactly. So I... It was a good experience, a long journey, and, uh, and very challenging as well at the same time, you know, because... I had to just keep going, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't, there was not a way back, there's not a plan B, Yeah, yeah. you know, and sometimes with God, there's not a plan B, he has a plan A, and you just, just gotta pursue mm -hmm. it, and because it's after him more than you, and thus, I had that in my heart, I'm like, I went to a restaurant, and started working, I didn't know a word, I got yelled at every time, it's like, and then I learned English, and then I started singing. I found a, a downtown Sydney, like a like a like a bar, and I picked up my guitar and started singing in Spanish, those classic Spanish songs. Yeah. And then I met a lot of people and started connecting, you know, mm -hmm. with people. And then doors started opening. And then uh, there was a Spanish-speaking uh, um, church, uh, Holston Church in Spanish. Okay. So I got to connect with some friends and met some friends, and then I got into a team of translations. I helped translate songs from Hillsong Worship and all of these things. Into Spanish? Look, into Spanish, yeah. Oh, how fun. So I got to meet great, great friends, and uh, uh, we're still friends still today. 
uh, they are in Argentina now. Okay. So um, anyway, so that was quite of a journey. And then, um, uh, then we got pregnant, you know, with my wife. And uh, so she is from here. She's from, from Michigan, okay. my ex-wife. And uh, um, so we visited here in 2014, you know. We stayed for a little bit. And obviously she was about to, you know, birth. So mm -hmm. like, and my, my kid was born here and all of that. Okay. And then we went back to Australia, and oh, then wow. we came back here again. It's kind of crazy. And then there was an announced... You just really like those long flights, right? I know. <laughs> I love flying. I miss airports. I miss airports. So, basically, um, everything was going so good. You know, mm. I was living the dream. You know, I love Hilson Church till today. Great, great, uh, great church, and uh, especially the worship and all of that. Got to meet beautiful people. And uh, um, and I was part of that team, you know. I was part of somehow. I was part of that, and um, which is there's a lot of people there. I don't know how I got to be part of that. <laughs> to mm -hmm. be really honest, it's just mm -hmm. a gut thing. So uh, anyway, we decided to come back to the states for a little bit, and after that, we we came to the states. We went back to Australia, and then we came back to the states okay. again, and then. They was announced that it would be uh, that Hilson was opening churches in Argentina in Latin America. Okay. So I'm like, we're going. So drop everything. We went, and it wasn't that we weren't that long here. So it was just like, just gonna keep going. And mm -hmm. so I lived in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and and then there's when everything went like down hmm. uh, in my life. So um, <clears throat> you know, like. Things didn't work with my ex-wife, and uh, and I was into ministry. I was doing all of this, and and it was like um, basically just like a when you feel like you you're going so fast, you're going like mm -hmm. 100 miles per hour, so you feel like oh this is good, you know, and then all of a sudden you find out that your marriage is not working, mm. and then. Um, um, you know, there's some things that she had, and uh, we haven't communicated well, and uh, it was painful for me to to know about them, okay. and and to find out about them, and it's just like very tough, you know. And and I was like, oh, we have our kid now, we have a kid. Mm -hmm. She's going back to Michigan. Mm. I can't stay here as much as I love what I'm doing right now, wow. as much as I'm dreaming about what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And it was so scary because I started having anxieties and dreams. I never dream, but when I dream, I get worried. I'm <laughs> like, wow. And waking up at night and, and um, basically she came back um, here and, and I say, I'm, I need to go back. I want to be close to my daughter. I can't, I can't be here, right. far away from here, yeah. from her. So yeah. I dropped everything. I dropped everything I was doing. And I, and I came back. Mm -hmm. I still remember I arrived in Dallas, Texas. And uh, when you are not a citizen or a resident here, it's tough. Mm -hmm. For her, it wasn't tough at all because she was my daughter was born here and she is a resident. So oh, okay. she's a, so for me it was like I don't know if they're gonna let me come back, back because I just go out. And I was already processing my my papers when before that, and I dropped everything for ministry again. Mm. You know, it's like, 
And now I'm on my way back. I was literally in the bathroom of that airplane 20 minutes before when the pilot announced we're gonna about to, about to dry, arrive. I was praying, hmm. crying out. Yeah. It's a god. They might say no for me to go in. And there we go. You know, so I was like, all right, uh, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna trust you again. Okay. And so I walk into the airport. I was sweating, man. I was like, this is, Lord, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember, I'll never forget, there was a long, like, like a mechanical state that I was going down and says, Homeland Security, welcome to the United States of America. I saw that. And you know, you know, God speak to us in different ways. Yeah. And we all know when He speaks. Mm -hmm. I knew it was His voice. He said, "Don't, don't worry about it. This is, this is gonna be your home. Welcome home." Yeah, exactly. Wow. That word, welcome home. Amazing. Welcome home, exactly that. Welcome home. Don't worry about it. Man, we got there. And the question that they usually ask you intentionally to see. They 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 don't mess around mm -hmm. in immigration. So I got through the line and it was my turn. They go, my daughter and my my ex wife went by, and the officer looked at me, looked at my Chilean passport. So there was an Australian different parts of the world. He goes like, "Are you planning on applying and staying here?" And I'm like, "I'm not gonna lie to you." They said yes, which is the wrong answer that you should <laughs> never say if you're planning on it. Because they get all, all, all um, weird about it. And uh, I say, yes. He looked at me and said, okay. He stamped it. I love it. And it went by in less than, than, than two minutes. Because you told the truth. Yeah. And because I trust Jesus again. Yeah. And, wow. Um, so, yeah. And then I went, I came back here and uh, um. Basically, I knew no, no one. Uh, I got, I got to the airport. Uh, we got to, uh, we flew to Grand Rapids, you know, from Dallas, and uh, it was night here, super dark, Michigan. And um, she literally took, her family took her with her and my daughter, and then I was there with my suitcase. Oh wow! Yeah. You were left behind. And then my sister-in-law okay. came by, my ex-sister-in-law my ex came by and took me to a different house where I met this precious family. I still call her my American mom till today. Wow. And, and this family that opened their house for me, that met me once when I came traveling, they opened the house. I just, I lived with them in a basement wow. in the house um, and for two and a half years. That oh basement, basement taught me so much. What did you learn in the basement? Um, oof, there's a lot of uh, things, man. I, I think uh, after having been part of a large church and being part of all of that I was doing, we had five services on a Sunday, man. You know, there was almost always nonstop, and it was awesome. I came back to a basement. It was me and my guitar alone. <laughs> wow. It was no, no, nothing, you know. It was just me. And I was like, all right. Um, the first day, it was winter already, you know. First, it was January 13th, I still remember. Um, um, 
snow seemed beautiful for about two weeks and then <laughs> kind of you know i couldn't drive i didn't have a car so hmm. days started going getting longer and and then i'm like shoot what do i do now so i say i learned a lot about that basement i learned about first my my identity you know mm-hmm. what was it mm. where was it yeah is it because it's saying because I was fired from a different church like a good ch- nice great church mm-hmm. what was it that moved my heart you know none of that was there it was just me yeah right and um, I started getting so super depressed and has anxiety attacks along mm. I cried for hours Okay. hours missing my daughter and um, I was like God what are you you know like what are you and uh, then I started drinking mm. <laughs> yes wow. I started drinking a lot and, um, you never thought you were going to do what your dad did and here you mm-hmm. are doing it yeah I don't I, I don't have a problem with alcohol at all it's just yeah. I, I, I don't think that's an issue at all Okay. but I think when you are emotionally broken it's the, the the bad thing to yeah. not not the best to do you sure know? yeah and uh, so to me it was like I got to I started drinking and I found myself in bars and things like that and mm-hmm. just trying to stay around people and I love bars still still I don't have no mm-hmm. problem with it yeah. you know like the TVs and all of sure. that yeah. you know but then um, there was a, a people point. tend to be a little bit more real there yeah. don't they yes and I love that mm. you know in there was a moment that I was like, yeah, I just don't know if if I'm, I'm going to make it. Yeah. If I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. So I I keep drinking and then there was a, a, a moment I will never forget. There was a moment that I was so drunk in a bar. I still remember where places. <laughs> I'm not going to say it though. Okay. But I, I asked God, where are you? I left, you know, that complaint mm-hmm. came out. out. Yeah. I left my, I left, I left my family. I left my, the country that I grew up. I went around, literally around the world, t- to follow your calling. And I did all of these things, and now I'm here sitting in a bar, drunk. What, what are you? What happened? Mm-hmm. You know. And I was just like there, like. The baritone is like, look, <laughs> I was like, I didn't give a thing. I was just crying. Mm. I don't give it a... And I was like, I felt like this is the weirdest thing. And I will never forget it. I felt like Jesus was there with me. And he was just crying with me too. Mm. Crying. Yeah. There was no judgment because I was drunk. There was no... Nothing. He was just there. I felt wow. like he was there. Mm-hmm. And that was a good thing for me. It's like, man, after so many years that I've known you, I think the first, for the first time ever, I'm keeping it so real with you. Mm. And I'm being honest with you, God, with you mm-hmm. about my, my flaws, my failures. Yep. My, you know? So and I was like, what, what do we do now? You know? So, um, then God started moving mountains, you know, and and there was a shift again in my life. Okay. I said, I'm going to stop 
drinking and I'm gonna gonna find a church mm. I'm gonna find a church and I started looking for churches around and and then things started changing my prayer every morning was like I want to pray like David I'm gonna let your mercy and love follow me mm. every day okay. and I'm just gonna hope that you went up on mountains so the, and then there was a shift which is uh, um, uh, yeah mm-hmm. I found I found a new place and wow. yeah so you've seen the dark side and God is right there with you. Yeah. 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 And no judgment. No, no judgment. That's no huge. Judgment. Yeah. That's huge. Right. So, good. Well, I want to hear more of your story. Would you be willing to do another episode with us and kind of share how it came out on the other side? I think so, yes. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. That, I would love great. to do that, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, my name's John Smith. You've been listening to an amazing story of a dear friend of mine that became dear just a couple weeks ago. And um, hope you've enjoyed this. Please come back for episode two with my friend Leo. God bless.